have tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. So I just wanted to apologize right now. We had some new equipment this time around, and uh, it didn't quite work the way it was supposed to. The audio on this episode's a little shoddy. You can still make out the conversation, uh, but there are some parts where it's um, not so great. So keep that in mind, and thank you for still listening. Hey, Mitch! saw that last night. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah so I hope what? you enjoy it. Damn, you know what? I'll go watch and we'll probably uh, schedule for a podcast. We can talk about The Revenant. Hopefully not too, uh, hopefully not too, uh, too, too much after the, the, the premiere, but I'll definitely want to talk about that. Maybe. Okay. I, 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 I enjoy that. Did? Is it Oscar? So, Oscar worthy? worthy? Um, yeah, I mean, I could say, I could see him. Once again, getting nominated, whether or not he, he gets it is another story, but uh, I can definitely see him getting nominated again. Um, so, Luis Aguilar. That's right. All right. You know, uh, this is this is interesting. This is the first person to respond to uh, the Facebook page for Geekly Radio that hasn't uh, actually been a person in uh, my circle already, you know, so I'm meeting you for the first time, and this is awesome. It's really interesting you say that because, I mean, I, I look at the followers, you have quite a few. Do we have a lot of the same followers? Isn't that well, weird? Or yeah. mutual friends, I should say? Mutual friends. I mean, uh, how, I, how I knew about this podcast or, or Geek Elite Radio was through uh, uh, Diane Barroso. I'm pretty sure you know him. Right. Of course you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have done so many interviews together, but uh, um, we went to high school together uh, back in Lima High. Uh, you know, we were both uh, drama, drama kings. You know, we, we, kings. Were, we were so so into the uh, the whole uh, the whole acting and the whole uh, uh, setting up for 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 monologues and and plays and whatnot. So um, you know we had a we had a mutual uh, a mutual bondage over over the same interest, and we kind of just built on that. Uh, when we graduated, we kind of just uh, right, yeah, like most people exactly. And uh, it just so happens that. You know, um, I was just scrolling down his Facebook, just being nosy, you know, like like most of us usually are. And uh, what do you know? I came about your, I came about your, um, the uh, the uh, the leader radios um, uh, page, and mm-hmm. uh, happened to like it, and been trying to catch up on all the hard work that you guys been doing. Which oh, I have to give you props. On that. <laughs> you guys been doing so awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we uh, you know we're we're still pretty new. We just started it, you know, back in September. So. Uh, I think we're having. Well, I know I'm having a great time, and talk. I talk for most of the other people that are doing podcasts, but uh, uh, it seems like they're doing. They're they're having a good time too. So, uh, you know, in the original, the the the, the thing that kind of brought the two of us together was 
uh, I posted on there that I wanted to talk to someone about wrestling. Now, you know, I actually when I was in high school, and you know, I don't want to date myself, but this was <laughs> I graduated two thousand class of two thousand. But uh, when I was in high school, I was really into it. Um, not that I fell out of it because I didn't like it anymore. I just you know went to college and other things started happening. So. Uh, when every once in a while I, I'll be flipping through the channels and I'll see it's on, I'm like, I wonder what's going on. You know, what what kind of storylines are going on now? So uh, I, I put on there. I was like, it's a big part of it. It's a huge fandom. Right. Wrestling is. You know, it has it has just as much a following as the comic book superhero movies that that are coming out now. They're, they're able to sell out arenas everywhere they go. So. Why not have someone talking about this on Geek Elite Radio, you know? No, and why not, uh, Mr. Mitch? Uh, you know what? The uh, the post that you put on, on Facebook that, you know, if anyone's interested about talking about uh, WWE wrestling, then, you know, just hit a like and send send me a, a notice. And I think that post was back from 2013, 2014. <laughs> I think it's probably been a while, but like I said, I was just being nosy scrolling down, and you know what? You just uh, I just happened to see a topic that... I would really be interested in in in, 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 uh, in talking about, and you're absolutely right. You know, uh, wrestling has come a long way uh, since you know the era in which we uh, we normally used to watch it. Maybe uh, I don't know when you used to watch it, but I'm thinking the early '90s. Uh, well, late it was late '90s, late '90s, exactly. Yeah, mid see, to late '90s. I was um, watching. See, it. That, that was the era of of the Attitude Era. You know, the beginning of the Attitude Era, where you know wrestling was such a huge thing. Um, it was. It, it had it, such it, a huge following back then. Oh, it, it really was, especially during the mon- the uh, Monday Night Wars mm-hmm. with WCW coming as, right. as the challenger for <laughs> for WWF, uh, which was eventually WWE. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was one of those guys that uh, was flipping to the channels, you know, trying to see which <laughs> which uh, which which channel has the most interesting plot line, and and you know what. Uh, uh, from the beginning, it felt like WCW was going to win the Mighty Night Wars, but as we all know, in the end, in uh, the end, WWF actually won it, and through very, very smart tactics by uh, Mr. Uh, Ken- uh, Kennedy McMahon, which you know it's uh, Mr. Vince McMahon, right? The owner of, of World Wrestling Entertainment, and, which is called now. Yeah, you know, and there's been, I mean, there's been uh, a few documentaries about the whole industry, and then uh, there's been superstars that have come. I mean. Look at, I mean, the, I would have to say probably the biggest uh, success story would be The Rock. I mean, Dwayne Johnson is now one of the the biggest, brightest movie stars out there, and oh, he yeah. started in the WWE or the WWF, <laughs> and and also comes from a family of wrestlers. I mean, his father and his the, the his mother's side were both uh, re- wrestlers. Exactly. Uh, yeah, the Dwayne Johnson. Sorry. Dwayne Johnson was known as the first ever third generation superstar. Um, you know, it was in his blood. You know, his his, his father uh, he was he was in the wrestling business. His his grandfather was in the wrestling business. Uh, you know, everyone was was pretty much noticeable. But the one that stood out the most was, of course, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and when he left to become a big movie star, you know, he he left saying that you know what. Um, the wrestling business will always be in my heart and you know when he said that it was just heartbreaking for thousands of fans millions <laughs> and millions <laughs> of his fans out there and 
you know, um, but he had to go and do bigger, bigger, bigger things because he, he was meant for bigger stuff. And, you know, uh, props to him because he is a very talented actor, you know, very entertaining. Very, uh, very you know, and you have to, I mean, obviously it's, it's a lot of him, but, you know, you got to give some props to his early days in the WWE, which really teaches you how to, or I mean, I would think teaches him how to, uh, play it up to the crowd and be, you know, the kind of hero that he usually plays nowadays. Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, he, um, since, his moment, since the moment he, ses- he uh, stepped into the ring, a wrestling ring, you know, he just stood out. Um, you know, he was very charismatic. He was in touch with the crowd. Um, you know, he had good, good, um, he was good on the mic, and his, his, he's just an animal. He's a beast, I mean, to this day. <laughs> Have you seen his insane workout? Oh yes! God, almighty, you know when he's getting the to the incredible beast shape that he needs to get Shoot. into, like when he was doing for uh, Hercules. Oh wow, that was incredible! <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, you know it's 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 things like that that made, and he still comes back to like do little skits or shows and stuff on on WWE, right? Yes, I mean he he doesn't need to. I mean the guy has. All the money in the world, but I mean, he does it because he knows that the, the, these were his roots, right. and this was just a, a stepping stone that made him to the man that he is right now. So you know, he appreciates that. He appreciates his past, and of course, we appreciate him just coming every once in a while and making that entrance. And you know, when that when his theme song comes out, you <laughs> oh, know, the crowd just, goes uh, crazy. We all go crazy. Even <laughs> I go crazy. I stand out on my couch if I'm drinking beer. You know, I'll probably spill that beer. It's just a little excitement. <laughs> um, but you know the biggest name right now is, uh, of course, you know Mr. John Cena. Mr. John Cena, that's of course, right. you know he's uh, he came a little bit after the Attitude Era, um, you know, which I have to say that uh, it hurts me to say, but he has been in the wrestling business and has been on top for a, about a decade, a little more than a decade, and he's just been as successful as The Rock. Uh, when it comes down to the wrestling business, again, he's very good with the mic. He's really good with promos. Mm-hmm. He has he has the the athletic physique. Um, you know, he has so many followers. But it, it, it comes to a point where uh, John Cena is that is that um, that character that you know you just love to hate because in the in the wrestling business you have what you call your baby face, which is the good guys. And you have your heels, which are the bad guys. So, you know, okay, uh, that's what I wanted to get to. When you had me watching, or, so when we talked about this in mm-hmm. preparation to having this podcast, you asked me to watch the latest episode of Monday Night Raw, and right. I did. And I was I was wondering, because when I remember when I was watching, you could def, you could pick out who the baby faces were and who the heels were. It seems like it's a little bit more muddied now. Like sometimes, like okay, so uh, the main star of of Monday Night Raw this past Monday was Roman Reigns. Correct. Very much, you know. If you hadn't, if you didn't know anything and you were just watching it, you would. I, I at least that's what I thought. I was like, oh, this guy must be a heel. But no, he's obviously the babyface. Like he he's going against Vince McMahon and the the corporation or the authority I guess is what they're called now the, the authority of course and, uh-huh. and uh you know but his outfit and the way that he looks and the way that his demeanor all kind of go as a heel instead of uh as a baby face or at least the way I used to know it as heels and baby faces right and and you know um it's a good thing you brought that up but 
uh, Roman Reigns, you know, as you know, he's the cousin of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. I didn't know that until I, I saw oh. the, they, them say that the well, other night. Well, yeah, well, you know, they have that, that tribal tattoo, mm-hmm. which pretty much just points them out. Uh, I think they have it on the right shoulder all the way down to their, it's like a sleeve tattoo. Right. Um, and pretty much you got the Usos that are also... Uh, are they also related to The Rock? They're also related. Okay, yeah, well, wow. actually, they're, they're, uh, their father is Rikishi. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you remember Rikishi. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, Rikishi. The, the... And he was also cousins with The Rock. Exactly. So it's, it's a big um, family in that in oh, the WWE. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, you know what? As I was watching uh, Mighty Night Raw, and you're right, you know, Roman Reigns is known as Babyface, but I have seen the storyline before, and I've seen it with the very talented Stone Cold Steve Austin. Which it, it, it reminded me a lot of that storyline. It, it really did, and you know what? It just comes to tell you that uh, I think that WWE is just running out of ideas and are just reminiscing in the past and want to repeat so many things that made them successful. But as we know, it's not original scripted now. Because they're just falling back on on, uh, on their prime days, which you know, uh, guys like you and me uh, already seen this before and are probably not that amused anymore because we want to see something something new, right? Um, and WWE seems like they're they're in the corner and they're not producing new new storylines, you know, new talent, and with all the injuries that are coming up, you know, uh, the injury from John Cena, he just came back, he just had a successful uh, shoulder. Uh, um, um, uh, surgery, uh, Mr. Randy Orton, which is again one of my favorites, also injured. Uh, Seth Rollins, by far, I would say my favorite heel of all time. Oh, really? Yes. Um, you know, he's just very talented young man, and I, I believe that he, well, once he comes back, he's gonna, he's gonna, so he's gonna surprise everyone. Is that why? So is that why John Cena wasn't on the Monday night this past week? Yes. He was out for yes. An injury. He was out from injury. I mean, um, I know, I know that he's been doing a lot more movies too. He was, right. he was just in Trainwreck, and uh, he, uh, I think before that, I saw him in something where he had a whole bunch of tattoos, and I can't remember what it was. But he keeps showing up more and more in movies. Um, I, you know, and he's very charismatic. I could see him going the same way as The Rock. They just haven't given... He hasn't really gotten the right role yet. Right. And have you ever noticed that The Rock always acts like The Rock? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they don't, they don't even, they don't even uh, challenge him to be a, a different character. Like, when, when you see Dwayne Johnson in, in, in the movies, it's Dwayne Johnson acting right. as Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's already got the kind of attitude that you need for uh, uh, a big-time... Um, action star or you know movie star kind of thing so i i can see that you know when uh, a producer is ca- getting starting to cast the movie or director starting to cast the movie they uh they're going oh we need uh, a rock type we need a, a dwayne johnson type and they're like well why don't we just go for the dwayne for dwayne johnson well yeah and you know what um the the dwayne johnson has the people that pretty much just uh his fans to to thank because uh, a lot of his fans are actually demanding most of the directors out there that hey, you know what, your movie needs a little Dwayne Johnson in there. <laughs> and you know, when you know, like 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 you know, like a like a hook, like a fish on a hook, you know, they, they they fall for it, and that's why you see Dwayne Johnson in so many movies because he's just that that big star. He is. And he can is. I just say that wouldn't it be awesome if Dwayne Johnson does? The host the the Oscars for this year. Wow, yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> right? I mean, I'm just speculating. I here, think they but... already have a, a host for this year, but I could see them doing it one year down the line. Right? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if they already 
had a host yeah, for I think the it's, Oscars. I think it's Chris Rock, but I'm not sure. Chris Rock? I think. Really? I I'm, I'm, I might I might be lying, but I think it's Chris Rock. Man. <laughs> I, I don't know how that's going to go. But hopefully he'll, he'll probably entertain us. Huh? Uh, no, yeah. I mean, um, so, I mean, getting back to wrestling, mm. that's, I, I, I get it. I get it that the easy, the easy storyline is to have uh, the guy go up against his boss. Because who... Who doesn't want to punch their boss and, and, and tell them to, to shut the hell up? You know what I mean. So right. I mean that goes. I mean it probably goes back further. But the earliest I remember is like uh, uh, DX and you know oh, they, with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Right. They they started that off with you know telling uh, the McMahon to to you know kiss kiss their ass and 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 uh, get out of here. You know, but they they uh, eventually Triple H. Isn't is becomes part of the authority. He becomes part of the corporation, right? And um, you know, I have to say that Triple H had the right mindset. Um, first of all, by marrying such a hot wife like Stephanie, <laughs> um, she is just gorgeous. You know, um, she's like wine. You know, the older she gets, the better. <laughs> um, but yes, you know, um, she he kind of married into the business and kind of he's kind of taking over. Um, he started a project that's called uh, NXT. Which is very high recommended by, I mean, I recommend it to anyone. It, it, the NXT is, I would say, the next level of wrestling. Um, let me just put it this way: it's like the Attitude Era, only in in PG. <laughs> okay, because I mean, while I was watching the episode mm-hmm. on on Monday, I, I noticed they kept referring to NXT, mm-hmm. and they even have their own NXT title belt. Oh yeah. So these are all the next up and coming. Uh, wrestlers, or is this like a whole another storyline? Or it, it's it's pretty much like the second division of of Raw Wrestling Entertainment. Okay, um, where you know they have a chance to prove their worth. Um, you know if they have skills on on the ring, if they have a good uh, good mic skills, then you know they they get a chance to participate with the big with the big guys, which is WWE. But uh, for the past couple of months, I would say that NXT has met or even outmatched. World Wrestling Entertainment. Wow! Because they're they have so much good talent in there, and I, I I wouldn't I would love to see more of these guys in WWE, um, especially like on Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> right, and 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 they kept promoting the fact that SmackDown's now back on USA on uh, Thursday nights. <laughs> uh, I remember when that first came out; it was on UPN on Thursday nights, and uh, <laughs> and like yeah. uh, I remember I went to go visit. Excuse me. I went to go visit a cousin in, in Las Vegas, and they didn't have UPN. I was like, I don't believe this. I can't watch SmackDown. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, that's what I thought was uh, incredible, that so many like so many of the, the stars from when I was watching are still there. Mm-hmm. And then there's so many that are not there. Like, what was it? Ric Flair. Ric right. Flair showed up, and I guess he has a daughter that, that's a wrestler? Is she really his daughter? Uh, yeah. Charlotte? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That's that's uh, Ric Flair's. That's what I said. Didn't I say Ric Flair? Did you say McFoley? No, Ric Flair. Oh, Ric Flair. Oh, yeah. yeah I, was, I don't know why I was thinking McFoley. I, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's the beer that's that's already <laughs> that's already you know uh, it's already playing in. playing tricks oh, with oh, you. Yeah. By the way, guys, we're, we're we're drinking some we're drinking some beer here. Just a couple yeah, beers. You're the first the first guest to bring a beer, and I, I appreciate it. Well, yeah. Well, you know, Mom always told me never go uninvited, hell's empty-handed. So. Definitely, definitely how to bring some beer. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, so the unofficial um, sponsor for tonight's episode is 
uh, Dos Equis, <laughs> you know, because the most interesting man in the world drinks it, so why can't I? <laughs> you know, so one of the events that, that's going to be coming up at the end of January, which is, uh, it's always been in January for as long as I remember, is the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. Now, that to me was always my favorite pay-per-view. Because I like the the 30-man Battle Royal, uh, you know, matches. So I thought that was always pretty cool. However, as of Monday night, when the episode that I watched, they threw in a whole new stipulation. They did, they did. You know, uh, apparently they're going to have Roman Reigns defend his title against 30 other opponents. In the Royal Rumble. In the Royal Rumble, yeah. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. The Royal Rumble um, has been, has been one of my favorite... uh, uh, Pay per views, you know. Okay. Uh, but as of lately, you know, uh, I haven't been too impressed by it. Mm. Uh, now that I kind of view the how how pretty much the 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 wrestlers uh, perform inside the ring, when you have ten, fifteen wrestlers in the same ring, you know, it's just a clusterfuck, man. I mean, <laughs> you have no idea what's going on, who's doing what. Oh, uh, I mean, okay. Even even the wrestlers themselves, the athletes can tell you that, I, you know what, everything's coordinated, but there's just so many things that can go wrong, and things have gone wrong. Oh, yeah, definitely, wrong, but, yeah. So, um, so, you know what, I, I, I kind of like the old school fashion, uh, just uh, the heel versus baby face, or even a hardcore match, uh, but... You know, the Royal Rumble, as of lately, has not impressed me. Um, uh, there was a couple of years back where Rob Van Dam came back. and Really? Oh, my goodness. It just, <laughs> it just blew the roof when, when he came out. And, and as far has been one of the biggest surprises in, 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 for, me, for me, actually, uh, in the Royal Rumble. Uh, but uh, since then, you know, I haven't been too, too impressed with, with it. Um, so, yeah, that's that. You know, that's... Uh, uh... One of the, th- the great things that I always liked about the the Royal Rumble was that, uh, you know, they would always have that surprise entry, like every once in a while, you know, someone which because it's thirty people and they all come out what every f- two minutes or something like that. Every minute is it every minute? So uh, I remember one year I watched and it was uh, like uh, was it Dude Love came out. Which oh. is Mick Foley, another name for Mick Foley, yeah. and then he got thrown out, and he came back as Cactus Jack, and then he got thrown out, and then he came back as Mankind, he got oh. thrown out, and came back as as Mick Foley, all in the same, you know, Royal yeah. Rumble, uh, and then eventually you always get the the idea. I mean, yes, it's all coordinated and it's all stage fighting, mm-hmm. but the idea that anybody in the ring could possibly win, you it could be, and and the idea was supposed to be that you're supposed to be able to get to. Whoever wins the battle or the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. is supposed to get a title fight at WrestleMania, right? That's right. And uh, I'll get to that in a little bit. But let me ask you a question, Mister Mitch. Does your uh, does your left arm work? It does. You want to grab me that beer? Ah, uh, there you go. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, sir. You're welcome. All right. So yeah, um, you know the Royal Rumble has been one of those things where if you become victorious in the Royal Rumble match. Uh, you have the privilege to main event WrestleMania. Um, you know, last year you had uh, Roman Reigns who actually won the Royal Rumble, which for everyone was a huge upset because uh, everyone felt that the that uh, the WWE was trying to push uh, Roman Reigns to the point of of the face of the industry that he wasn't really ready, um, especially when um, especially when uh, when another wrestler who was very loved. Uh, He's um, he's known as uh, oh man, I forgot his name. 
Um, this was last year during the Royal Rumble? This was last year during the Royal Rumble, but everyone expected him to win. Um, for the for you know for the life of me, I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe it's the beer kidding me. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. But uh, he was supposed to win. Um, and no, everyone's expectation was that he was supposed to win, but he didn't, and that kind of just threw everything off. Uh, but uh, Roman Reigns did wrestle um, the Beast Incarnate, which is Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, he's pretty hot right now. <laughs> and, of course, uh, when uh, when they both fought off in WrestleMania, it was a really good match. Uh, but Roman Reigns came in, cashed in his money in the bank at WrestleMania, and became the uh, World Wrestling uh, Heavyweight Champion. And, you know, that was the highlight of that match. So everyone kind of knows where this is going. Um, but then again, you know, uh, things can happen at any moment, at any time. An injury can happen. The storyline can change. Vince McMahon can change the mind and say, you know what, the, the storyline's going to go this way now. But everyone's kind of speculating that Roman Reigns will main event WrestleMania. And uh, we think that Brock Lesnar is going gonna, is gonna go to go after the title. So it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus uh, Roman Reigns 2. Uh, which you know, I'm not too excited about because you know we all know right. what's gonna happen. Um, oh, I don't know what's, what's gonna happen. What? Oh, go ahead and uh, shed some light well, on. Well, you me. know, they're trying to push Roman Reigns as the new John Cena, the new Rock, the new, the new uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, they're trying to push him so hard that um, you know he he's one of those guys that you just you just hate to hate. <laughs> you know, you just you, you can't. He cannot win the crowd over, he, uh, especially with guys like my age, your age. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, you know that we're 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 just not impressed by his talents. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's a great athlete, uh, but you know, uh, I think he works best as a heel. When he was with, when he was with the Shield, you know, he was awesome. You know, he was menacing. He was threatening. But right now, you know, he, they're making him too unstoppable. To the point where he can super punch his way to 30 other wrestlers and spear everyone. And, you know, to me, that's that's like, come on, man. You're making him too powerful. He's main eventing everything. He's, he's the spotlight, <laughs> but he doesn't deserve to be on the spotlight. I did find that to be a little weird that his, um, I guess, one of his signature moves was the super, Superman punch. I was <laughs> right. like, that's, uh, I mean, effective in the UFC, but in wrestling, I don't know. It just doesn't seem... So spectacular. Like, when you have guys doing seated power bombs and you got choke slams, so the, the Superman punch just seems... I mean, it's very easy to do, so it, it doesn't seem very uh, uh, technical. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just thought it was funny that... Because he did it, like, at least four times right. in the one match that I watched. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like I said, they're, they're just making him too... too um... Two out there, and what I mean by that is that you know nothing's gonna stand in his way. Uh, like I said, he has he has good dialogue. Um, he's not that very good on the mic, and everyone knows it. Mm. So they try to give him like very small lines. That's gonna uh, be hard for you know a, a professional wrestler to to make it big if you're not really good on the mic. I've no one I've seen that in other uh, other wrestlers back when I used to watch it, like uh, Jeff Hardy. Uh, I remember watching him, and right. he's. Very good high flyer, very good wrestler, mm-hmm. could not talk on the mic, very, yeah. not oh. charismatic as all, at <laughs> no. all. Uh, but then you got guys who, obviously, Mankind, or Mick Foley, wasn't very good at wrestling. He could take a lot of abuse, right? and he was very charismatic on the mic, so thus yeah, became but... a very, uh, you know, loved character. Well, you know, 
we all know that wrestling is uh, so proper for guys, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's you know what I so, you know what I I uh-huh. see it? it's it's before before this recent craze of superhero television show, this was the closest thing you had to superheroes on TV. These right. people flew mm-hmm. through the air, beat each other up on a regular basis, and then had grandiose speeches in front of cameras. This was comic books brought to life. Exactly. And that's why I think I was attracted to it, because I've always been a comic book kind of person. Right. And, you know, it just goes back to the level of competition which the WWF at the time had with the WCW, which brought out the best from both industries. Um, you know, they didn't care if they cuss, they didn't care if they got censored, they didn't care about any of that. They just wanted ratings, and ratings, they God, mm-hmm. um, but you know nowadays there is no competition. There isn't, which I think is very odd. I mean, uh, in the height of of the '90s, when they you had at least you had uh, WWE or WWF at the time, WCW and ECW all on TV, all vying for those uh, high ratings. Mm-hmm. W ECW or did what I say WCE? I meant ECW. <laughs> ECW eventually got absorbed into uh, WWE, right. and then eventually WCW also got absorbed in. So then, I think the the bigger the other competition was what TNA. Well, yeah, it was TNA. Uh, they were doing pretty good. Um, at some point, but it just seems that you know they're they're kind of struggling, just like WWE is. Uh, but you know the main brand out there is still WWE. Uh, we have uh, Lucha Underground, which you know it's it's one of those things where you know it's kind of it's going to take you back to the ECW prime days, right? Prime times, and you know uh, I tend to watch that every once in a while, but uh, <laughs> I just can't imagine the kind of. Be the beating these guys take, and uh, props to them. I mean, they, they, oh, they do one hell of a job. Those guys do. I mean, I've seen a couple of episodes just like flipping through channels, and, and mm-hmm. it's on El Ray Network, and all of a sudden, guys are flying through like they're literally flying <laughs> through the air. They're, right. I mean, what was it? Who was it on Monday? It was uh, Dragons? Who it was the it was a wrestler that was on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, Lucha Libre, and he had the the the, oh, the Lucha Dragons, the yeah, Lucha yeah, Dragons. Yeah, there yeah, you right. go. And the dude. So for his coming out of the entrance, he he runs down the ramp, and they actually have a cameraman sit underneath the rope while he flies over the top rope, like doing <laughs> a a flip and then a headstand and all kinds of crazy shit. You know, not to be racist or anything, but. He, I, I kind of think he kind of pictures that as a border, and he just flies. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> he just well, flies. Like you can say that. I'm not saying it. <laughs> no, like I said, well, I'm Mexican, so I can say that. Exactly. So. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? He's very talented, man, and I think he's uh, he's getting a lot of, a lot of the uh, spotlight, and uh, I'm glad that he is. You know, as as uh, as a uh, as a Mexican American uh, wrestler, you know, you, you want to see more of that. Uh, in in the um, in in the ring because you know there's not much of traditional uh, Mexican wrestling, um, and Lucha Dragons you know they 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 bring a little bit of that. I mean, let's remember the prime days of Eddie Guerrero and uh, oh, I used to love watching Eddie Guerrero. Right, he was just he was just an awesome guy, and of course you had Rey Mysterio, which mm-hmm. uh, right now he's I think he's with Triple A. Um, which is a, a wrestling industry in, in, in Mexico. Oh, I was wondering um, where he was at. I mean. Right, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, but, you know, you don't see much of that. Uh, you have Alberto Del Rio, uh, which by far my favorite heel from from right now. He's the United States champion. And, man, 
that guy's a beast. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's very intimidating, man. I, I, I every time I see him, I kind of, I kind of peel you because he's just that scary. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so once again, coming back to the baby face and the heels, mm-hmm. uh, was it a, a new day? Oh, new day. Name? Oh, yeah. Now the new they day. <laughs> look like they come out and they would be baby faces, but they're not. They're heels. They're awesome. They're heels. so colorful, and they they have they have unicorn <laughs> horns. And I was like, "What is going on here?" Yo, you know what? Uh, the new day. I gotta say, you know they they are really awesome. I mean, they really stand out. They're very entertaining. Uh, every every time they they they're uh, they're put on TV, they they entertain the people. Um, whether you cheer for them or you don't, you know, they're very entertaining. And the New Day has brought up a, a, a beacon of hope for WWE because it kind of reminds me of uh, of the Attitude Era where, you know, uh, but, but rated G, you know, right. <laughs> rated PG, right. And, and they do such a good job at it. Um, so... Uh, every time the new day comes out, you know I I, <laughs> I get excited. You know you're gonna laugh. You I know, know you're, you're gonna, gonna have laugh. Good time. You're gonna get time exactly. <laughs> so so I mean, props the guy, to new day. The guy walks. The, the, there's three of them, which is odd already for a, a tag team that there's three of them in the in the group. And uh, you know, one guy comes out with a trombone, and you know, another dude. The other dude is like built like a Volkswagen. The dude's huge. Who's who's the, the big guy? Biggie. Big E. Of Big-y, course, his yeah. name is Biggie. I mean, good lord, the guy was huge, and and it, it was it was just hilarious the whole thing. But obviously, people. I mean. It's funny that they, they could get the crowd to do their callbacks. Like that's how you know you're you're doing pretty good if you have a good thing going when you have a crowd doing your callbacks and they would do New Day and everybody else just screams <laughs> it right back to them even though they're heels. Right. Uh, because you know, uh, I guess we're in the era where you know it's cool to root for the baby for the uh, heels. The heel, sorry. Yeah. You know, it's it's just uh, heels are a lot more uh, bring a little bit more more uh, more better attention to to you know. Because and uh, personally, I, I can relate to most of the heels. And you know, when you're a heel, you're just a you're just a badass. <laughs> you know, when you're a babyface. You're you're just out there to do good. Very boring. No one cares. You know. <laughs> but yeah, the everyone's very responsive to uh, to to the new day. And like I said before, they for me, I see them as the beacon of hope. For for the, uh, for the for the industry of WWE. Okay, wow, that's 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 some bold words right there. Eh? The beacon of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the 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 last thing I saw. Well, one thing I thought I thought was very interesting because they didn't used to do this when I was watching, especially in the, in the WWF. I remember it didn't happening in the WCW, but I, I remember specifically that they didn't do it in the WWF. But now they'll cut to commercial right in the middle of a match. They used to wait till a match was over. Um, you know what? Um, Plus, it's it's what four hours long. It's three hours. Is it three hours? It seemed like four hours. It was going yeah, on. You know what? <laughs> it's it's just right now. It's just way too long. You know, uh, especially here in the mountain time. You know, they, especially around this time. You know, starts at nine, ends at twelve midnight. Um, you know, not a lot of people can actually stay up that long. No, not if you got a job exactly. The next day. <laughs> you know, so. Um, you know, a lot of people just just record it and watch it the next day. But um, like I said before, you know, um, I, I tend to record it. I tend to watch it live or whenever whenever I get a chance. But uh, I become that person that just kind of skips through the internet, the uh, interesting part of the uh, of, of, of the, what is the highlight of Monday Night Raw or or, or SmackDown. 
um, you know, because I'm just not that into it anymore. Uh, as much as it hurts me to say, but it, it's it's just it's become a repetitive, uh, un uninteresting um, mm-hmm. uh, show. Um, the only thing that actually keep, uh, makes me want to watch it is the new day, and of course the beginning segment of 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 the the conflict they have with with the authority and Roman Reigns, and of course Mystic Man coming back. But you know, other than that, I'm I'm just not that interested. Um, and I think Vince McMahon kind of noticed that there are a lot of people, there are a lot of fans that they're losing. So they started the strategy where they're trying to bring, they're trying to bring, uh, old, I wouldn't say old, but, uh, wrestlers that were very famous in the past, uh, like Chris Jericho, you know, he recently came back. I saw that he came back on Monday night. That was crazy. (laughs) Oh yeah, man. I, I'm a, uh, he's just awesome. You know, I mean, just to, just to put an idea of, of, how long I mean, Chris Jericho has been in the WWE mm-hmm. alone, not not his whole career, because he's been in wrestling for a very long time. Oh, yeah. But his coming out music is the whole Y2J <laughs> thing. Chilling, yeah. Y2K was the year 2000. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. So they were, the fact that they were still bringing that back was so was interesting in that he was coming back for the Royal Rumble. You know, right. it's, 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 uh, it's awesome. So one of the, the, the new faces that I didn't recognize that I really want to talk about was this family. Uh, I don't exactly remember what their names was, but were, but they, oh, they look boy. like, uh, oh. you know, the hills have eyes, hillbillies <laughs> that are going to kill you when you get stuck out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> they look like emo Duck Dynasty characters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly. Duck Dynasty gone crazy. They're, they're called the, the, the Wyatt family. The Wyatts. Yes. Oh, you know what? Again, uh, I know I I knew I said I said that uh, the new day was the beacon of hope, but these guys are definitely the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, <laughs> I, I just think their their characters are so original. Uh, their their uh, screen time they're they're very creative. They're very good um, uh, putting fear into the crowd. Um, you know their their uh, their interest is very unique. I don't know if you've seen where they actually just have the lights turn off and they kind of have the crowd participate by turning on their cell phones. Right. And you know they kind of just wave it around and, and up in the air and they say that no, these are my fireflies. Um, you know Bray Wyatt, by far. You know uh, he's he's very talented. I know he's going to come a long way, but I see him as the next Undertaker. You know, that's I, funny that you say that because when, when these guys came out, I, I got a very much Undertaker Kane vibe from them where the you know, their whole spookiness of them and they're they're very big guys. Oh, huge yeah. <laughs> the one dude, the I don't know what his name was, but he stood up to uh the big, the big show. show. Yeah. And like, the big show's still probably about an inch, maybe two inches taller, but the dude was huge. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He's I he is he's just uh, he, he's just just so uh, odd to look at, you know. He has he has the strength. He has the body size. You know, uh, he is the guy to beat. But as of lately, no one has been able to actually put him on the ground. Um, wow! So you know, they they actually have big plans for him. And of course, they have Bray Wyatt, which is the leader of the group, who is actually building him up. Um, but he is known as the black sheep of. Uh, of uh, Sister Abigail, uh, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. Uh, I'm a little well, confused. You know, it's it's, it's their storyline. You know, <laughs> Sister Abigail is uh, apparently um, 
you know the 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 per, the, uh, the the one lady that they kind of uh, fight for. You know, they, they, okay. it's like it's like their messiah, okay, or something like that. Um, but definitely, you know, the 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 whites. You know, I see them pretty much main main eventing uh, WWE for the, for the next couple of years. I I, I could definitely see it. They. They have the presence, and they have the, I mean, obviously, some type, some talent, so uh, I, I can see them uh, being around. That was, it was an interesting little, it was an interesting little uh, fight that they had. It was the four of them versus uh, the big show, at least they showed up during the big show's right. match, so. Right, they're just there to intimidate, they're just there to beat people up, um, they're just there to, um, to, to create another storyline. Uh, right now, they're, what they're trying to do, they're trying to show the WWE Universe that, you know, we are the dominant force in, in, in this industry. And, you know, we're here to, to put down anyone who gets in our way, which they have done, you know, uh, for, for a couple of months now. Uh, but definitely, you know, they're, they're, they are a talent that I feel that they're going to go a long way in the long run. I, I, I'll believe. I'll take your word for it because uh, yeah, they were very interesting. Uh, I guess the other, uh, the other really good match I saw, and this was now this when I was watching, I really liked. I mean, I liked the ones where the guys were just you know super charismatic and stuff, and the, the wrestlers or the fighters were able to do things in the ring. But I really liked the ones that did like technical stuff, like like uh, Chris Benoit was a great wrestler to oh, watch, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, others, but so this match between Neville and was it Evans, Owens? Oh yes, yes, uh, Neville and uh, and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, okay, yeah. that's what that's what I thought. Uh, he this Owens character, he he his finishing move, he did this awesome like pop up power bomb. Pa- pa- there you go, pop up <laughs> power bomb. That was I thought that was pretty amazing. Like the his uh, finishing move was. Pretty much, you know, something that I, I you want to see, but the whole match itself was pretty pretty technical. Yes, yes, and you know, um, Kevin Owens is definitely another another wrestler that kind of stands out, another heel that stands out. You know, he's very good on the mic. He is very impressive, despite his body size. You know, he can prove that he's very athletic on the ring. I mean, you you've seen that on this past Monday Night Raw where he's actually jumping off ropes and uh, doing these right, lifts exactly, and everything. Yeah. So you know, he's out there to say, you know what, I may not look like a like like bodybuilder or, or these um, typical uh, wrestlers that you normally see that are are very built, but you know he's there to kick ass and he's there to show everyone that you know what um, I mean I look like it, but I, I'm the one that, that will be <laughs> kicking your ass, knocking on the door, and and, and showing you who's boss. Well, see, like and and I, I and the, the the character that he was fighting Neville, I only know this guy because of uh, of. Uh, Arrow, uh, him and the Stephen Amell mm-hmm. right. had this whole storyline, I guess, where they went up against Stardust, Stardust yeah. <laughs> which is what another what third generation wrestler? Or is he fourth generation uh, he's, now? He's second generation. Uh, uh, his father, uh, may he rest in peace, um, Goldust. No, no, that's his brother. <laughs> really? That's his Goldust brother. was his brother. Close his brother. You know, um, his, his his father is the one who um, um, who passed away uh, last year. Uh, very sad. Um, he was a mentor to most of the NXT uh, superstars that you see now. Um, you know, he, um, you know, he's, he, he, his death is one of those those moments that really, uh, really, really put a, a tear in my eye. Um, he was just 
the guy that you just wanted to cheer for. He was such a baby face, and he was the American dream, as they said. The American dream, baby. Develop it. But so uh, that's what I mean. Stephen Amell was uh, all over his social media talking about this fight between him and uh, Stardust. And mm. Stardust is a little bit on the nutty side right. <laughs> from what I saw. But I mean, that's the character, obviously. Yeah. And uh, they were billing this Neville character as this extravagant high flyer. Right. I didn't really see much as from high flying. Per, I mean, maybe that was just that uh, match, but yeah, I mean, he's he's very impressive. Um, he's a high flyer uh, athlete, um, but you know, um, he has this one move that's very awesome. Um, it's kind of like where he just spins up in the corner of, 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 of on the top buckle of the rope, and he just he, he does this amazing uh, finisher, uh, which is what made him where he is right now. Okay, uh, but you know, I mean, that that's pretty much it. Um, I see him as just a high flyer, but you know I, I'm not putting much interest in him because he hasn't really stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm surprised you brought that up. Well, actually, I'm not surprised because I'm pretty sure you watched uh, Green Arrow, right? Right, you're, I do. Yeah, you're, you're a big fan of the, <laughs> you're a big fan of the Marvel universe, Marvel, universe DC, and DC uh, TV shows. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I thought it was I thought that was interesting that they would the I mean obviously Stephen Amell is his is an actor and right. he's he's his own thing but he, right now he is noticed as uh, the Green Arrow I mean right. people and he goes anywhere so the, the fact that, that he would get involved in the WWE mm. or the WWE would reach out to him well you know uh, the WWE is no stranger to bringing uh, you know celebrities superstars right. into their, their business so I mean it, that, that's to be expected but. Um, when he came out and actually wrestled, uh, he, he actually, I, I, I wouldn't say he wrestled. He kind of just did a couple of fancy moves here and there, but nothing too impressive. Um, you know, I, I, that was just all shits and giggles. You know, it wasn't that 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 impressive to me, to a wrestling fan. Um, but nonetheless, you know, it's all about ratings at the end of the day. Right. And, you know, they got him once he stepped into the ring. I imagine they it did boost up their ratings a little bit. They had, uh, you know, them... They had they they had the their ratings you know uh, for crossover from Arrow, which is a very popular show. So you know to have them bring that audience over was a uh, was was probably a great idea. Um, it, it it does hark back to I mean yes they've done they've done this bring in celebrities for you know they're promoting movies or they're doing whatever. But I remember uh, you know WCW bringing in. Jay Leno to, to fight, you know, <laughs> Dennis Rodman. These are right. weird things to right, do right. in the 90s. Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, I have nothing much to say about that. Uh, <laughs> since the, the, the biggest surprise appearance that I've seen in, in the wrestling business was Mike Tyson. Uh, oh, I remember when, that. When he yeah. came out, you know, when, when Mike Tyson was very hot in, in the boxing industry and he just came in as a guest during the, uh, during the, um, a Stone Cold Steve Austin Shawn Michaels match, you know that that I would say was the smartest move uh, as far as bringing a celebrity in into the wrestling business uh, to this day. So you know, <laughs> other than anybody else who comes in into the show that's a celebrity, I just don't pay too much attention to because they don't belong there. No, you know, it's just you know they're just there to pass on time, promote whatever it is they're promoting, their Twitter page or whatever it is, and 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 just move on, you know. But. That, that's, that's you're right. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously there to promote something. Um, I I remember 
I don't know if it's still a thing, but I remember Freddie Prince Jr. It was right doing some of the writing for uh, WWE. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. of mm. Scooby Doo fame, he played you know Fred. Uh, he was in. I know what you did last summer. Okay, um, I'm trying to reminisce here, but I do not recall ever even hearing about that. Um, okay, like I guess I just don't invest too much time. In what happens behind behind the, behind behind the, the curtain? Screen, behind, behind the screen, the you got it. Um, and I try not to because you know it kind of just kills the mood. And you know nowadays everyone wants to know. Oh, okay, well. Um, what's happening in the ring is awesome, but what's more interesting is what's happening. What's happening behind the the, the curtain? You know what's happening behind uh, in, in real life. You know, a lot of people nowadays are so embedded into knowing what's going on uh, behind behind the uh, what what the what what the main attraction should be that it just kind of kills everything. So for me, wrestling is not dead yet. It's getting there, but hopefully, uh, WWE does something that you know will will want me to. Uh, keep watching it and keep keep uh, keep um, talking about it, uh, but until that day comes, you know I'm just gonna keep drinking beer and keep hoping <laughs> for the best. There you go, <laughs> the good old uh, stone cold attitude. <laughs> uh, but no, that's what I mean. Uh, with things like that, I've, I've you know WWE has really made itself a brand with like uh, what is it? They have the Total Divas show, which is all behind mm-hmm. the scenes stuff. Right. They had the their Tough Enough show, which is all about getting new up and coming people to I, like I guess it's reality join. shows, yeah. right? Reality shows and behind the scenes stuff. So, do you feel that that's what's killing the show? Um, like stuff like that. Yes and no. Yes, because you know when you step in the ring, you're a character, and you're supposed to stay in character, mm-hmm. you know, as as they call it in, in the um, in, in theater. You know, uh, you're supposed to stay in character. Once you get on screen and start being a character that you're not familiar, you're not familiarized with, then you know it just kind of kills it a little bit. It's interesting to know about their real life and you know, what's really go- what's really going on, and you know how they live. You know, and you find out that it's just regular people like you and me, but you know, it kind of kills a little bit of that magic. Yeah, and it's probably you know, it's the when, reason why Disney doesn't let people take their mask off in front of the crowd. You know, <laughs> it's it, it, there's it's good practice. You know, you, if you're selling a product, you want to keep the marketing clear. You know, this exactly. is what you're selling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, again, um, I just really hope that uh, they really make something big, something really happen um, in WWE because you know. Uh, it's just just heartbreaking to see it kind of sink in, and <laughs> and it's it the numbers don't lie. I mean, you've seen it um, back in the Attitude Era. You know, you had you know, seven million people watching, eight million people watching. Now you're probably down to one point seven, two at the most. Well, you know that was it was funny, but they they're also I mean ratings is a weird thing that you can it's it's hard to to do nowadays because right you, yeah because uh, so DVR different... recordings and of course you know you but they also the have channels. the WWE network now that you can go you do the the, the monthly subscription or whatever right. and watch so I mean that's how you have to th- throw that into their uh, equation for who's watching mm-hmm. so exactly. I, I think that's uh, I think that's pretty interesting that they they feel big enough that they could have their own well, network like that well I mean it's interesting you say that because you know. You have to adapt to whatever's going on, whatever is going on in, 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 in the present. You know, if you fall back behind into old pay-per-views and, you know, uh, the old the old things you used to do back in, in, in back in the days, like the early 
uh, mid-90s, then, you know, eventually you're going to die. If you're not growing, you're dying. So you need to adapt to whatever, uh, whatever's training, whatever's happening. Uh, otherwise, you know, you will be known as the the business, the guy, or whatever that felt behind. So it, it, from a business point of view, I think it was a smart um it was a smart, uh, uh, smart move by WWE, but then again, Vince McMahon is all about old-fashioned. Uh, the actual person who convinced him to actually start a network was his son, Jay McMahon, uh, which, you know, it took him a while to persuade him, but at the end of the day, he realized that it was a, it was uh, typically what people were doing nowadays, so he kind of fell into uh, doing the network thing, which is nine ninety nine. Just, just throwing that out there. No, nine ninety nine. I think it's definitely worth it because uh, I like to go to the network and kind of watch the uh, the old school wrestling. Oh, you can watch a lot of the old. Yes, matches. you can. Oh, you wow, can watch all. You can watch all the raw uh, episodes that happened during the Attitude Era, which I like to watch and kind of reminisce and watch uh, a little bit of the old school wrestling. Um, and you know, they just have a they just have a great number of things in there, and I I think that. It was a smart move by them, and of course you get to watch all the pay per views. So for wow. nine ninety nine a month, you get to watch all the pay per views also. Yeah, yeah and that, wow. that's not just me promoting the business; just the way it is. So, uh, so, <laughs> the other unofficial, yeah. uh, <laughs> the other unofficial uh, sponsor for sponsor, this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, drink to that, huh? That's right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember <sighs> having to pay was it twenty nine ninety nine a month just to watch the pay per views, and oh, yeah. they've only gotten more expensive. Uh, I think the last uh, WrestleMania I watched was like sixty bucks to watch it. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so, so nine nine ninety nine a month is not not a bad deal. Not a bad deal at all. But uh, so, what do you think is going to happen at the at the end of the Royal Rumble this month? Well, I what think, do you suspect? Uh, what I suspect will be my greatest fear, which is Roman Reigns retaining the title. Going on main eventing WrestleMania and then coming out the victor at WrestleMania, which is something that I don't want to happen because I'm not a Roman Reigns fan, as you can tell. <laughs> no, we haven't been able to tell at all. Uh, so, if, so if the typical was supposed to be whoever wins the Royal Rumble gets to have have the main event fight for the for the title at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. if Roman Reigns holds on to it, who is he going to fight at WrestleMania? Well, you know they're going to have another pay per view and between. I, uh, I, I, I really don't know, man. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Brock Lesnar. Because they um, were hyping his, his return up a lot in the yeah, episode exactly. I watched. And by the way, it's not Brock Lesnar. It's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you have to say yeah, it that, that way? That's, that's the way did, to say Is it, that man. how he won you know, college wrestling when he, when he did it? He went and got the, those titles? Uh, <laughs> I imagine that was pretty... Because he left... I mean, he was just joining when I stopped watching over a decade ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, I, I remember hearing that he left to go join the UFC, um, or at least some type of MMA fighting. Yeah, he he uh, he went out of the uh, wrestling business and got into the UFC, uh, which he became the champion. Did he? Uh, yeah, he did. But then uh, after a short run, he lost the uh, he lost the title to Kanye Velasquez. Um, I'm pretty sure you recall. I, that. I, I, remember, I know the name. I don't know him losing it. But. <laughs> okay, Velasquez, yes. Anyone knows he's from Yuma. He's, a very <laughs> he's the biggest thing out there right now. Well, not really because he lost <laughs> the last Aww. paper review. But uh, he hopefully he comes back and actually uh, re- retains the title. Um, but that's a story for another time. Um, but definitely, you know what? I really hope that 
Bachner's nurse just takes him to Suplex City. Uh, and that was the thing that they were chanting when they were the, every time they had the pro- promo on for Brock Lesnar. Right, right. Su- that's his thing. Suplex <laughs> that's City. His thing, Suplex City. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, well, you know, I, I, I do love surprises. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, I hope I, I get exactly. surprised. You know, uh, hopefully, hopefully the writers can pull it around for you and then get some surprises there for you. Yeah, um, I'm actually surprised that I ran out of beer. Is there any more? Beer <laughs> there's, there? there's another. There's more beer over here. Right. Uh, so you you have yourself another one, but you know we are coming up on the on the hour. We didn't really get to talk about anything else. I know we oh. we were talking. We were saying we we're gonna you know have some other subjects, but I'm glad that we were able to talk this long about uh, wrestling, which Definitely. means that it's still interesting enough to talk about. Right on, right on. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, it's been great uh, being here. Uh, I hope. You invited me again, so we can talk about another topic. Oh, definitely, and uh, yeah, I, I, you know, you're, you're going to go watch the Reverend. Maybe we we have a conversation about that next time. Right, right. Well, in the meantime, we'll we'll just uh, finish the beer that we that we have left and uh, just continue talking about other stuff and see what we can what we can come up with so we can talk about different topics in the near future. All right, sir. <laughs> uh, do you have a Twitter or a Facebook that you want to produce? Uh, you guys up? are going to hate me. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I just don't. <laughs> I just won't pay much attention to it. Uh, well, there you go. If you if you come to the Geek Elite Radio uh, Facebook page, you can probably find Luis there commenting on one of the articles that we've posted or one of the topics, and uh, talk to him there. Talk to him about wrestling. Uh, who knows? Maybe he get he'll get himself a podcast about wrestling. Probably. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see where things goes. Uh, but uh, I mean, like I said, I'm just very honored to be here and. Uh, I'm very fortunate that uh, your mama didn't, didn't teach you matters to not let strangers into your home. Because, uh, by the way, we are strangers. We, we just we just met today, but we ha- we've had a beer together, so we're not strangers anymore. Exactly. I, I mean, feel. unless that stranger has beer, then it's okay. That's, that's the only exception. I, I believe that's true. It's either candy in a van or beer. So, uh, you know, you didn't have the van, but beer will work. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, but uh, on Twitter, I am. At agent underscore of the underscore bat, you can find me there. Uh, you can find me on on the Geekly Radio Facebook page. Uh, you can also find Geekly Radio on Twitter at Geekly Radio, and then geeklyradio.com is our website. So until next time, this has been Hey Mitch on the Geekly Radio Networks, and I'm saying geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs>